This podcast has been produced by Spirit FM, your proper local radio station that's been serving the West Sussex community for 24 years and now, more than ever, community matters. Welcome to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the heartwarming and remarkable stories coming out of West Sussex during these difficult days. So whatever you are up to today, we have the stories of people going above and beyond to help us remember that even in the toughest of times, there really is a positive perspective from our community to keep you going. Coming up on today's podcast, a primary school teacher whose heart went out to parents trying to homeschool made the decision to take action and get others involved. So many different people have just out of goodwill, out of their love for learning and their passion for education, have offered ideas, advice. We'll be hearing about Biscuit, a community group doing wonderful things to help others through the pandemic. A team of over 150 volunteers and we are now regularly helping and assisting people and we've got about 90 households on our records now. And as part of National Carers Week, we found out from one volunteer carer just how much the offer of support can help. If you do come across someone who is experiencing similar situations as you, it is such a relief that it's not just you. You are not on your own. First, though, we shall begin with the of a heavily pregnant primary school teacher, also a mother to a toddler and stepmother to a seven-year-old, Zuzu, was inundated from friends and family for homeschooling advice and tips. And she decided to go a step, nay, a giant leap further and help anyone and everyone during lockdown. My husband who sort of said, why don't I just put it all on a page? And I said, yes, but I said, the trouble is... A lot of parents have been given lots of material to read. His suggestion then was, well, why don't you video yourself? And that's quick and easy. And that's how the page started. So what previous experience did you have? Give us your background story. So I've taught for about 16 years. I was head of year six and maths coordinator, and then I did the mastery for maths. So I've had lots of experience, and I've, I've worked with absolutely incredible teachers who I've learned so much of. And that's what I started doing with the page. I actually started calling out to them because I know that everybody has something to offer. And it wasn't just teachers in the end. Our wedding photographer did a video about just activities that children can get on with. And some of the activities are really good. That doesn't require too much adult input because obviously there's lots of parents that still need to work. Yes, of course. You know, having to juggle work. I mean, teachers have never been put in that position where they're having to work doing something separate and teach and potentially teach a range of ages and different curriculums. And my heart really, really went out to them because I just thought, my goodness, I mean, at least when you're a teacher, you're in one class, your main focus is to teach. You're not having to juggle everything else. I just wanted to support them as much as possible. And I was overwhelmed by the support from ex-colleagues and friends of mine who were happy to record themselves. And they did such an amazing job. And then they, I think they surprised themselves, some of them. The response has been brilliant. And then I started reaching out to other people. I didn't know, but I knew that could offer something for parents. So Jackie Marchant wrote the book Google 
Outdoor Daily, it's a children's book, and she offered to do a video. She's done a video for the page as well. Ramesh Reginathan did a shout-out. And so, so many different people have just, out of goodwill, out of their love for learning and their passion for education, have offered ideas, advice. We've had parenting coaches, we've had counsellors, we've had all sorts of people who have offered to do videos and, and have done amazing jobs. So we're 80 videos now in, posting on the, on the page. Actually, the more I think about it and the more I look at the material, I think a lot of it can be done in the summer holidays, in the half terms, because not all of it is so curriculum-based. For example, one lady who does forest schools activities so a lot of it's outdoor learning and I think that's just something that can be done anyway that families can adopt and do during the holidays or activities that they want to do at the weekend and I think these people the parents the teachers the range of professionals who have contributed have all offered something and it just proves that you don't have to be a teacher to offer something to children children can learn off anybody and I think that was kind of the ethos the main message I wanted to get across And also, it must be said, Susie, huge respect to you, heavily pregnant with a young toddler (laughs) yourself and you're still managing to do all of this. Um, yeah, I think it's probably keeping me a bit sane. Um, <laughs> as I said, I've got amazing support. My husband, Mark, has, has been fantastic. And if it helps people out during this really difficult time, then I feel like I've contributed somehow. No, yeah, it sounds no. like what you have done is absolutely incredible. And if there's anyone listening right now that wants to access this Facebook page, uh, perhaps use it for resource, or somebody that's thinking, actually, I, I may have something to offer, how, how can they get in touch? How can they find it? So if you go onto Facebook and you put locked down learning, the icon is, it kind of looks like a tree turning into a hand palm. So you can either message me on there. My name is Zuzu Jordan, Z-U-Z-U, a surname Jordan. Um, You can PM me on Facebook as well. Wonderful Zuzu there, a proper super mum. Now for another helping of community spirit. This time we head over to Bosom, where our Ryan Burroughs spoke to Christina Proctor, one of the organisers of Biscuits, a community group set up to help people through the pandemic. A few conversations on Facebook led to within a week having almost 70 volunteers signed up and ready to go. Within a two-week period after that we had a system up and running in which we can help people very efficiently and we by that point had grown to a team of over 150 volunteers and we are now regularly helping and assisting people and we've got about I think, 90 households on our records now. And uh, just tell us what sort of things you're actually doing to, to help these households in need. So there's a very practical element. For example, I'm an isolating household in Bosom myself. This is because my uh, mother who lives with us is being shielded. And it's quite easy to start to understand the simple things that change. Um, I was talking to a volunteer the other day. We all enjoy going to get our shopping. Having to give a list to somebody is quite daunting in a way because it seems really simple. But you want to be able to say, I'd like that, but don't worry if you don't get that. And then you want to give them options of what they might get.
get. And there's some real small details about small freedoms that we all enjoy that we can't do. I haven't left my house nor have my family since towards the end of March when schools closed. And so we are reliant on volunteers for the practical elements, but also for the sort of emotional support and well-being. It's really lovely just to know that despite being in this strange situation, people are out there to help us. So the help um, support offered is the practical element of dog walking for anybody who might need it, going to the shop to collect items for people that might need it, collecting prescriptions for people that might need it. But there's also the support element of just being able to, once you find yourself, we had a lady phone up the other day who she unfortunately had a fall, had broken her arm and needed to get to the hospital. And we just need to talk through that options in ways she can do that safely. And she just was incredibly relieved in her words to have somebody that she called. She had a couple of neighbours that have been helping her out. One of her neighbours that wanted to help her was in her mid-80s. And she had pointed out that it was a very generous offer, but she felt that it's not something she should be using um, her elderly neighbours to help her with. So the well-being and the notion that people are there is absolutely vital. So on top of the regular shopping and prescription requests that we are tending to, we are making hundreds of well-being calls on a regular basis to these households to check in on them, make sure they're okay, and help them with some you know small details that seem small to on the grand scheme of things, but mean an awful lot when people are feeling quite trapped in their house. From the main biscuit group, we also do have a small group called Biscuits in which we have a small Facebook group set up supporting families with ideas on things like arts and crafts, um, any tips and advice that comes out to help support young children through this period and parents of young children as well. Just making sure that the whole community are feeling like they have someone to turn to and a support network there if needed. I mean, that said, Bosom already has such a thriving set of community groups. All Biscuit have done is tie those different groups together. Uh, Mike, I just to ask about, um, I think you've uh, been out handing hampers to uh, key workers oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. In one of our steering meetings a few weeks ago, possibly ahead of the curve, we were concerned about care homes and how they were managing. And then in conversations in the steering group, Sue Webb, she mentioned the idea that the care home workers maybe just needed a bit of a pick-me-up. They're working really hard. Their job they're doing, as always before this, they were undervalued and underrated and underpaid. And they needed to know that the whole community was supportive and amazed by what they were doing. And so what we've done using the help of our volunteer base, we've had loads of donations put together, um, organised by a wonderful volunteer called Madeline Willis, who has managed to gather and deliver hampers to almost all care homes within a couple of mile radius of Bosom and again like the local community that they all have our number and they know that if they need anything they can give us a call and we can certainly try and point them in the right direction. I think what Biscuit acts as is almost a safety net to catch people when they first find themselves in that tricky unknown situation. Something's happened, they can't go into work, it could just be someone in their household isolating for symptoms, it could be anything and they found themselves struggling they can call us immediately someone is there and we will look after them and take care of them and help point them in the direction of all of the national groups that do exist or the support that's been offered by the government, local or national, in which they can then start helping get themselves back on track. Christina Proctor talking to Ryan Burrows there. Now, as we have just heard, many community groups have been popping up to support local people throughout the pandemic. But this obviously isn't a new concept, with many support groups having been around a lot longer. Now, being a volunteer carer can be both challenging 
challenging and rewarding. Ian Crouch spoke to Mark Hughes, who cares for his partner, but in turn is helped greatly by the support of Carers Support West Sussex. Mark started by telling Crouchy about how his role as a carer for his partner first began. When she was initially diagnosed with depression, she attended her GP who gave her some medication. That didn't really work very well, so she was sent to be assessed by a psychiatrist. During her many assessments, she was re-diagnosed as bipolar and later on with psychosis. Bipolar is up and down mood swings. Now we all have mood swings, but in a bipolar person, these are quite much more excessive than the normal member of the general public. Uh, in terms of psychosis, this is two aspects, one of which is delusional beliefs. It could be also hallucinations. So that's not just auditory hallucinations, but it can be any of the five senses. In my partner's case, that was both auditory and touch hallucinations. Where did you discover Carers Support West Sussex? I initially started attending a support group for mental health carers around about 2001 and after a couple of years that transferred over to being looked after by Carers Support West Sussex. So I've been attending a group, a support group since then. Basically, because they took over the group, that is how I got in contact with them. Why someone else would get in contact with them, just purely because there are other people like you, like me, who have experienced the same sort of problems. Now, everyone's problems are unique to them, but there are similarities as well. And if you do come across someone who is experiencing similar situations as you, it is such a relief that it's not just you you are not on your own so that is why I would recommend that anyone who has experiences problems doesn't have to be mental health it could be any type of caring role find a support group for you it doesn't have to be a carer support group that may not be your your fit there may be other groups in your area but find a support group that works for you i went to six meetings before i even opened my mouth and that is fine sometimes it's about feeling comfortable for you to be able to open up and share your experiences and how did carer support initially help you they helped me by creating a space for me to actually have time on my own the meetings were monthly for about two hours just having that time away from my caring role was so valuable I could actually had a chance to breathe, to share my experiences, my knowledge and help other carers in similar situations. It is a group thing. People often think that support groups aren't for them. I thought that too. When you actually sit there listening to what other people have been through, sometimes it is so liberating to hear that your story sometimes isn't as bad as theirs. And the fact that they are surviving means that you can too. Carers Support West Sussex have about 50 groups for carers in a whole range of different categories. So it's not just mental health, it could be uh, drug and alcohol, it, it could be autism, it could be any number of things, physical health. You know, just have a look, get in contact with them, find out where your nearest group is that fits your profile, if you like. Uh, and trust me, 
you wish you'd done it earlier, do get in contact with carer support. They do say that a problem shared is a problem halved. For further information, go to the Spirit FM website. You've been listening to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the good things that have been happening across West Sussex. So we can remember that during these difficult days, there are remarkable things happening and remarkable stories developing here in the heart of our community. Please join us again next time and enjoy the positive perspective from Spirit FM.